Hello, welcome to podcast. What one are we on now? Because I've been away for so long. <laughs> Number 13. Number 13. Oui. Number 13. I'm lucky for some. Um, so Wait, isn't on. it week 13 of the darts as well? Oh, is it? Yeah, we're Ooh. in time with the darts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, hello, I'm back from the UK. I'm feeling very bright and breezy. You're looking very tanned, very healthy, very alive. <laughs> you came in all laid back, a lot thinner, a lot yeah. younger. Yeah. Any other compliment I can fish out? Well, you know, you know the drill. You know the drill. It's the policy. Um, and Katie's here. Yeah, I'm here too. And she's going to run off in a minute because she's got an interview to go I to. am. <laughs> but I'm just here to say hello at the start too. Were you impressed that the studio wasn't burned down? And I think everything was still okay. It was great. I had such a relaxing time because I didn't have to worry at all. Mm-hmm. And it was in safe hands. Honestly, so, how was your time away then? Mm-hmm. Did you get a lot of writing done? Um, I got 4,000 words done, which is nothing. Which is absolutely nothing. How many pages does that equate to on a normal, oh, yeah. like, sort of, like I've, I've no idea, but at least I've got the characters that were based in France out of France and they're now in the UK. Oh, I have to say, oh, I was good. receiving some funny uh, text messages from Paul <laughs> in, in, in the Loire, what kind of noise would you be expecting to yeah. hear at night? More crickets or owls? And I was like, <laughs> you know, Paula, like, I'm Googling half the things yeah. you're asking me. I'm you asked me too. I had one good contribution about working your way up the coast if you wanted to fly into Bordeaux. But that's, yeah. that's about it. Because <laughs> so I was thinking, where would you fly into? Because I, I, I just wasn't thinking that you could just Google it. And um, I just put, like, Leon, and then I thought, no, no I don't think that's quite right. So, yeah, so Leon's completely on the other yeah. side. Because you can fly into Nantes, but their airport's really little. Whereas Bordeaux's nicer, and then you can drive up the coast. Okay. Or you could just fly into Paris, but then you have to navigate Paris. Top tips from uh, Meanwhile in the Falklands. to navigate if you want to go to the Loire in France. Um, so well done, we're all on iTunes now, aren't we? Yes, hooray, finally. Hooray, We've well got done, it all you. up on iTunes and I want everyone to review it and five star it. Please, please, please. <laughs> That's my appeal for today. But then at least we can get good ratings and it'll be great. Absolutely. So what, you want to five star it even if they don't think it's Even good. if you don't like it, five star it. <laughs> I mean, it's quite a preposterous idea to think that they wouldn't like it. Exactly. <laughs> and while you're while you're there on the internet, perhaps uh, you could just go over to Kindle and um, download The Pianist by Rita Seagull, and then. Uh, and there I was. I thought she was going to plug FITV. Yeah, but no, no, just no, plugging us. Plug in my own book. Follow me on Twitter, Rita Seagull. Um, so yeah, it was really good. It was really hot, really hot in the UK, oh. and that's exactly why I live down in the Falklands because I just can't cope with it. It's Did you not do any tanning and no, gardening? Or no, 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 no. It was just far, far too hot. Who did you stay with? Uh, I stayed with my parents, um, and it was a good job I did actually because my mother's been recovering from a back problem, so she wasn't mm. um, able to do all the stuff that she wanted to do. My dad's been really tired because he's mm. obviously been doing everything, so it was nice to be with them and be able to help out on that. But that's the reason I didn't do a lot of writing. No, oh, okay. Um, I was I was doing that. Did you feel like it almost wasn't a holiday? Yeah. Do you know what? Until, and towards the end, I said to Stitch, ah, I really, when we next go away, can we just actually go away somewhere mm. and, um, you know, just do beach or, or mm. Italy. Or like that. Italy. He's, he's, he's been mentioning it to me. Yeah. Italy. And I'm thinking, well, the thing is, Italy. it's all right in the heat, mm. I think, Phil, if you've got a pool that and you've got water, that you can go into and yeah. cool down a bit and then come out again. I'm like that. I like to. I'm not one of those people who sits on a beach and just tan. I quite like to sit for a bit, get too hot, dip in, out, in, out until you feel a bit more well, refreshed. Down, down here in the Falklands, obviously, it's not that kind of weather all the time. But sometimes it can be. And there's been 
cases of there was a nurse a few years back who was at the hospital and she went down the beach on a really lovely afternoon didn't think that she was going to get burned. I've got some like second degree burns on her feet. Oh, well, yeah, there's a hole in the ozone layer, yeah. Office, isn't there? Yeah, so yesterday was a bit like that, wasn't it? Yesterday yeah. was um, like so quite surprisingly well, really hot. hot, wasn't it? Didn't need a jacket or anything in the afternoon. I was quite sure. But shocked. the weather, I'm quite looking forward to, because it's, especially if it's going to, oh, it's not clear now, but it was clear yesterday when the moon rose. Yeah. Um, mm. Because of the total eclipse, just mm. as it's rising. Mm. Yeah, the lunar eclipse. Yeah, hopefully we'll get to see some of that. Yeah. A blood moon and all that, all that chance. Yeah. So anyway, and it'll be on the show next week, won't it? Yes, if we indeed. can get some well, good clips of it. Hopefully. If we can get some shots of it, absolutely. <laughs> but you're not the only one who's going to have a little UK travel, are no. you? I'm going home. Mm. I'm so excited to go home and see my mum. And I'm also off to Bird Fair, which I've never been to before. It's huge. I'm it's excited for that. It's huge. It's in a Rutland Water, isn't it? In oh, is Norfolk? it? Yeah. When, yeah. I, when I went, it was... Well, I didn't go to it. I was going to the clothes show. This was years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it was at NEC then. Yeah. And it was massive then. And I remember being on the bus with my friend and we were going to the clothes show and we stopped at Bird Fair to stop and we went, who goes to Bird Fair? And the whole bus got off. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was only us two going to the clothes show. That's what happened. I'll come back a queen, uh, uh, quite a keen a, um, twitcher. A twitcher? twitcher? Ornithologist. Birder. I think, mm. I don't know whether they like the name twitcher. They don't mind birder because that's how Tormod um, described himself. And if you want to know who Tormod is, go onto our YouTube channel and type in the name T-O-R-M-O-D and find out. Yeah. Let's plug everything today. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really sorry I didn't bring my ukulele with me. I have now got a ukulele. Yeah. It is at home. Thank I can, play, I can play the first two bars of a Bach cello suite on it. Next um, week. Shuffed, shuffed Tune in, in next week to the podcast and you'll yeah. on, on the ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> what colour is it? Um, it's sort of like a matte colour. But um, honestly, it was on from Amazon. It was reduced from 200 quid to something like 60. Well, that's good. Yeah. And 60 quid. It's, it's really, really nice. Mm. Really nice. So. But anyway, you're you're going away. What have you been working on in your last week? Um, well, it's been very exciting. It has been quite exciting. I know I said that in a very sarcastic tone, but it has been exciting. It's been we, busy. It's been, yeah, it's been very busy, very serious news, very heavy news. But when Legas, the legislative assembly, what was that word? What was that word? I know, no, this is one we all struggle with. <laughs> I just shouted massively, but the legislative <laughs> assembly met. Uh, to discuss the notion of assisted dying, which was quite interesting, and it ended yeah. up passing. Yeah. Yeah, I was... I didn't expect that. Well, I did. I thought everyone would be for it. I, I couldn't really see other than, um, like, a, a staunch sort of religious view of it. But it was really interesting to hear those three people who were against it. It was interesting to hear... Well, it's not views. who I expected. No. It was all wild. It was kind of the people that I thought were... That were were going to be for it weren't and people who were weren't do you know it was all vice versa and I was kind of like oh but what it means is now that um, I think the two notions were that is if motion. the UK motion notion, Mo- I, motion. Say, I, I don't know why I like motion. to say notion yeah it's motion <laughs> sorry mo- the two motions were that if um, if the UK enacts assisted dying with legislation the, the Falkland Islands will, may consider adopting it and also the fact I think the chair of the Legislative Assembly, oh, I said it, Roger Edwards, is going to write a letter to the Prime Minister telling her about the debate. The, but they're in recess. That yeah. from today. Mm. The one thing I was quite surprised about, because I've been to a couple in the last year or so and never one really that had a vote in it. The one, that, the one thing I was really surprised by is there are eight members and four voted in favour, three voted against and one abstained from it. I'm just really surprised that you can pass something with 50%. Well, didn't in the actual um, 
Legislative Assembly, didn't Roger Edwards say something about... You needed two-thirds to yeah. change the constituencies, yeah. but they only needed 50% of the total of the eight members to pass this motion. And I was quite confused about it. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was quite yeah, surprised one, that it only takes four abstain, votes to pass. Four out of seven. I, I know, I know, but that's not... For me, that's, that still doesn't see a clear majority, you know? It's just... I'd have thought. I'd have thought five. It's Brexit all over again. Really, I'd have thought. Yeah. I'd have thought five out. Five out of eight is then a clear majority because no matter what, you've got more than half that have gone for it. Before it, before it's just half. You got mm. one. One who abstained for personal reasons, and that was just personal reasons on the day. Mm. Um, if you held this motion next week or the week after, he might have had a vote, and it might have been different. So I was just. I was just very surprised that you could pass something with fifty percent of the uh, MLA's votes. Not the only thing that was... Speaking, yeah, I was going to say, speaking of voting, they also passed the motion on lowering the voting age to 16. Did that pass? Oh, yeah, yeah, that passed. Yeah, but they, it doesn't mean anything's going to be done about it because it's a constitutional mm. issue. Well, they've got to change it when they they've review the constitution. The constitution. So. Yeah, but the constitution says about the dying bit anyway, so they're going to have to change that for assisted dying. We might just have well, continuous know. drafts of the constitution I, well, in the next know. couple of years. I think, I think when I interviewed someone, they said it, it wouldn't be... It just needs to be. It would need to be decriminalised. I don't think it's a constitutional issue. I'll, I will check that. I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know. Yeah, you might. You might be right. But in yeah. the public debate, the the reverend who was on the panel said that it was within the constitution, and he said it would. He. I believe he said. It, I might be wrong. <coughs> I might have to go back and watch one of our episodes to find out what exactly he says. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, yeah and, and I the sorry. Go back to the. Um, drop in age um, it was very interesting um, because one of the arguments was well you are able to vo- uh, mm. you're able to work and pay tax and Join have a child yeah. and get married so why shouldn't you be able to vote but someone else pointed out yesterday there are lots of people on the Falkland Islands who work and pay tax but are not allowed to vote because they've got PRP so you only can vote here if you've got status. Yeah. So that's my phone that's right next to you to tell me I've got a Twitter alert. <laughs> I think it's really interesting, though, about lowering the voting age, because it was something that I thought about before, because in Scotland it's quite a big discussion at the minute. Mm-hmm. But I feel quite passionately about it, because I think if you're bringing in... Because at age 16, you've still got students that are in schools, and at the minute, I don't know if it's changed since I was in school, but there is literally no education on voting and why you should vote and why it's important to you. So I think if it's lowered... Because teenagers, they care about themselves. They're quite, they're quite interested in what's important to them at that time. So if they're voting and you're bringing in education into schools, then I think you're going to be raising this generation of young voters that will stay engaged in politics throughout their lives. Yeah, and I think you don't have to have an, an avid interest and you don't have to be completely involved in it. But I feel like politics, to a certain level, I can't believe that until GCSE you've got an hour of mandatory RE lessons, but you, you don't so have an hour of mandatory like, political lessons. It's ridiculous. Just, but you've got to be really careful, though. I mean, if you're teaching politics... To a group of people, you've got to be very, very impartial. impartial. Oh my goodness! You could could do some serious. Can I just say serious damage um, with a group of young people by trying to push them? I mean, it happens all the time. mm -hmm. I was talking to um, one of the students about their university, and you've probably had this Mm -hmm. in your university. You'll have a lecturer, and and I certainly did when I was doing economics. That you, you get a lecturer who's got a certain standpoint. And that's what they're gently pushing to you. And you and know if you write an essay like that, they'll love it. Yeah. yeah. And then you sort of get that kind of, 
But you could, it's as Katie Keynesian briefly mentioned before. Economics. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than monetarist, doesn't it? But it's as Katie mentioned before, that can be done in so, with so many other things. Anything that is sort of a, a BA or a BS, anything that has different sides to it, you're always going to, if you're teaching it, you're always going to have a certain level of mm. your own. Especially with like philosophy or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a subject. And it wouldn't need to be so much about the parties themselves. It would just need to be about... Things what, like, what does it I affect? That, yeah, I know that, for example, my mum always said to me when I was quite young and said, I don't care about politics, I don't know what it is, she would say, if you know how much a loaf of bread is and then it goes up by 10p and you notice that difference, that's politics. And that's why it matters to all of us and I think that's why teenagers should be yeah, engaged I think that. about that you've got two cows and, you know, that you've heard all those. Yeah. What, what is... Um, I can't remember any of them now, but like, you know, <laughs> what is something like what is fascism? You've got two cows, the state come along, they take your milk and they shoot the other cow, or something like that. It brings it back to teenagers and kids because you're, you're so almost selfish in a way. I should go in there, I should yeah. go in and teach the yeah. two cow yeah. <laughs> theory of politics. But, I don't, but I, going back to the original point, I do think that it's a good idea. I think at 16, if you're going to vote in, say, for, take here for, for, as example, you're voting for MLAs that are going to be here for four years. If you're 16 and you're going to be, obviously, 18 in two years' time, that means that the people that were elected when you were 16 will affect two years of your adult life. And the fact that you don't have a vote in that, I just think... Just the, yeah. Yeah. There's hundreds of PRP people out there, or contractors, who mm. work and pay tax here who should have a say and are not so you know are they any less I guess, I guess with the, the whole with the contractors thing it's the idea that they might not actually well, stay that they're temporary yeah. but PRP yeah, mm. yeah, if, you, yeah. if you've got PRP yeah. then you, you should spend, be able to you spend yeah. three, he- three years here and you've made a commitment to the country I think, I think that should entitle you mm. to So, just to let people know who, who don't know about this system, but the PRP's permanent residence permit, which you can apply for after living in the Falklands for three years. With, um, a, with a vast number of conditions. If you've left oh. within six months, you can't yeah, do it. If, if you've left for more than four days, weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's quite a, a complex document, but... It's lovely down here. Not that I want everyone in the world to come down here. It's, <laughs> not, it's nice how it is, actually. But now I'm, come and visit. Now I'm completely Benny-fied now. I'm, <laughs> I'm full-on Benny, I am. So, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's lovely down here. It's really, really nice. And nice and chilled and not as hot as it is in the fall, yeah. in the UK. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your summer gear over there, is it? Yeah, yeah. My plan is to go down with absolutely nothing and come back with a suitcase full of summer clothes. For summer when it comes in, even though I think it's the summer here is probably going to be a lot more chilly than the summer in the UK. Yeah, but at the same People time, people are already it is following Paula. A uh, uh, plug for Rita Seagull. People are already uh, already tweeting about. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got um, so you guys because you're going away, aren't you as well? Uh, yeah, I go away on the 11th for two weeks, going to Punta Arenas in Chile to go go along, going along with the inline team to play ice hockey. So well, I'm not playing. I'm filming. No, <laughs> you on a camera yeah. <laughs> on skates like. we'll talk more about that next week yeah. obviously um, well you won't be here Hans, dead so. excited I did film the last um, so the youngest team the peewees the Stanley Rockhoppers uh, had their last training session this week uh, so I went along and filmed them and had a little chat with a couple of the kids they're, they're so excited so many of them haven't been out of the Falklands before so many none of them have really played on ice before so they're because oh, inline's all on rollerblades yeah. so it's going to be their first time on ice 
uh, had a chat with the coaches. They think they're going to do quite well. So uh, really looking forward to seeing how they do. I guess I love the way the coaches do it because the coaches will say to them something like, it's a lot easier to skate on ice. It may be, but they, they just go, it's a lot easier to skate on ice than it is on rollerblades. If you're on rollerblades, it's not a problem. So I think they've already got that in there. Mm. They so must have no head. fear as well at that age. You don't well, have the fear do of falling over and hurting yourself and smacking the ice or whatever. Like. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, you've got a couple of older guys. So um, a chap called Sam, um, he's, going, he's going over and he's... How old, sat thirties, forties? I don't know, but I've seen him practice. I saw him practicing like months and months ago. Along but I, I mean, I was talking to Grant uh, about <coughs> Sam, and he's 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 an all right inline hockey player. He is quite good. He's a, he's a big chap and all this. Um, he's only been playing for about a year, just over. But he said he's the biggest ambassador for hockey that the, the country could ask for. He he loves it. Honestly, I've never seen Sam without a smile on his face. He's just such a fantastic oh, person. So I'm dead excited to see how, uh, how well he gets along in Chile. So when Hannah and Thomas have gone, it should be you and me. Because uh-huh. both of them miss the event of the year, <laughs> which is the drag show. Yeah, well, that was deliberate, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> You're missing out. Do you know what? I'm going to get funding. I'm going to do a world tour. About a world tour yeah, I think drag. it was just up sticks and a lot of us go on tour. That's drag extravaganza. <laughs> oh, there's... the divas, though. Yeah, <laughs> Imagine travelling with all the divas. I think the thumbnail for this podcast should be you and drag. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Um, so we've got yeah, a dress rehearsal tomorrow. We've got a dress rehearsal tomorrow, so it's going to be actually full on tomorrow. Um, Lester, who's doing the makeup for the Queens, you're going to help out on that, aren't you? Yeah, going to give it a good go. I'm used to doing girls' makeup because I've always you know, done it myself and my friends, but drag makeup, I was like, oh, I'll be fine. No, it's a totally different ball game. They do all these cut creases and stuff. They make a new face. It's incredible. So, so talented. So for those of you who don't know, the first thing they do is they get rid of your eyebrows by gluing them with a a prick stick or other glue stick that's available. Um, They glue the eyebrows sort of flat against your head and then put loads of powder on it and then they do about three or four layers layers of that, and then the full coverage makeup. So you've yeah. got no... You look like that guy from Deep Space Nine that you know, <laughs> can't see his eyebrows. They make you larger eyelids so that you can put more eyeshadow on and make their eyes bigger so that the male eyes actually look a bit more female because they're bigger and wider. But the thing is, is he's got... Rehearsal starts at one. Yep. And he's got oh. about five or six queens to do, and each queen to takes around about... Oh, um, half to two hours. Yeah, yeah. About so he's got like a conveyor belt that's eyebrows, eyebrows, eyebrows. And eyebrows. then himself. Has, as is, well. there, is there someone else that like after like, that's done, they put the wig on, and yeah. then the other one yeah, gets, yeah. gets the stockings? That would on be and us. Yeah. 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 It's like who's on fishnet aisle? <laughs> it's gonna be so funny because backstage we've got a stage manager, and then we've got Lisa and we've got Steve backstage. So one half of the stage will be backstage will be me and Katie because we're the only kings yep. and then the other side will be the queens and they've got quite a few um, costume changes I think they do. so that's going to be quite interesting well, what happens with the drag makeup for the kings is that how's that different to the it's just obviously it's no <laughs> but do you still have to do the eyebrow like, high, no, what, what, how do you make ma- more masculine features that's so for me if you actually um, oh, did I put it on YouTube no I don't think I did um, so you have to make your eyebrows f- thicker so I've got this liquid eyeliner gel, which I just make them bigger. Normal foam foundation, and then with a um, a stick, dark, uh, what's the name stick? You 
sort of go around your face and make the beard. That's the thing. Yeah, the chisels. Because they've yeah. got a more um, men have got a stronger jawline, so you sort of emphasise the stronger jawline, mm. and then cover it with stubble. And that's was well, that just highlight eyeliner eye pencil? No, I use this. I use this liquid um, eyebrow gel yeah. from NYX, basically. Yeah. Um, there's a lady who does a YouTube vid- tutorial on it. She's fantastic, and, and she did it for a competition in New York using NYX products. Um, and I think NYX they support a lot of like the RuPaul's Drag Race and stuff. Yeah, like that, don't they? I think so. So it's really funny because when I was in the UK, I was buying <laughs> something. Um, I, I, was, I was buying a waistcoat. Um, for my act and I happened to mention it to the cashier and she said oh I was t- talking to my son the other day about transvestites and I'm, like, I'm not a transvestite <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a transvestite I don't, I, it's a it's <coughs> an act that's the, the stigma isn't it it's like the old fashioned view I imagine like glued on beard and stuff like that <laughs> you know anything basically so I, I don't go home at night and put on men's stuff and <laughs> you know sit around it do you feel like that's what people locally think you do I don't know I, I wonder what they think about your marriage. Thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the first time I thought, no, that's not right. I'm you need no, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I just it's an act for me. Mm. It's a challenge and it's a performance. Were you worried about how you'd be Big received when you first yeah. not at all. Yeah, but it's a bit like um I don't care. choose the actor who played the woman, that's not helpful at all, is it? The actor um, who played the woman. Everybody think now. All right, we're going to go. Uh, the, the guy <laughs> who plays Stephen Hawking in. Oh, uh, uh, I know who he is. Oh, Eddie, Eddie Redmayne. Redmayne. Eddie Redmayne. Danish girl. Danish. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. See, we got that. We got that. Mm-hmm. But look, like, so Eddie Redmayne did that. Yeah, I know it's a big production thing and he's a big actor, but it's the same thing. I don't think anybody thinks Eddie Redmayne goes home in the evening, puts makeup on, and a dress on. Uh, well, maybe he does. <laughs> each to, maybe each to their own. Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> um, so, yes, so that we're looking forward to that. What's happening next week? Because this is my first week back and I'm still almost in holiday mode. What's the dog walk on Sunday? What's that all about? Uh, so there is a, um, a dog walking club that was set up by oh, Tom, well. one of the guys who's going to be a waiter on your night, or waitress, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just call him server. <laughs> server, gender neutral. Genderless, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so set up a weekly dog walk, which starts off quite small, and Katie's been on to a couple of times, so has Hannah. And... Um, yeah, got a couple of clips and we we're going to do an interview. So Hannah went out with him last week, got some nice clips yeah. and then the heavens Absolutely opened up. Absolutely rained, yeah. So I'm going to go along with, um, with Zoe this weekend and we're going to go for a little walk with the dogs. Yes, yeah. If you watch our What's On Guide, it says... People with dogs, people without dogs and dogs people. That's why you guys sit over there. Yeah. <laughs> and Katie and I sit over here and the microphone is pointed at us. <laughs> yeah. Listeners of the podcast, this is number thirteen now. If you've stayed with us from the beginning, if you're that sort of person who's who's listened from the beginning, um, you'll notice that the sound levels are you'll notice that the all the time. <laughs> a little bit <laughs> odd. It's, it's called passion, enthusiasm, isn't it? Is. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the Horticultural Society, where is that, by the way, on Wednesday? I don't know. <laughs> I will find out on Facebook. It's in the greenhouse. I saw it on Facebook and then just thought I'd put it on the board. That is brilliant. I love the Horticulture. Yeah, they, they grow the most amazing things. That was one of our first stories, wasn't it? The Horticulture yes, show. Yes, it was. Do you remember when we first arrived and we did yes. that? Yes. And yeah. I got all those plants. Someone gave me a load of plants. Are they all still alive? Yeah. Yeah. All still alive, yeah. all on my window. And now she's got two weeks without them, and I'm not going to water them. 
Sure, Same sure. with the ducks. The ducks are probably in them. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> poor ducks. The ducks need feeding while I will not be feeding them. You yeah, know you about you know about they're not, my phobia. They're not going to come up to you. You put it's it in the bowl. Real, you put the bowl down. Honestly, no. It's a real phobia. Sell them on Chai Oh, three ducks. We sell the ducks. We tidied up the studio. Very, very important. And we will be trying to sell some IMAX. Yeah, some lovely, lovely, la- lovely laptops, lovely desktops. Well, we've got quite, it's a bit of a graveyard in there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But it's, it's a graveyard of things that work. So. With happy <laughs> memories. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that we've had. Please buy our iMac. Yeah, so uh, we can get a new teleprompter. Because ours uh, yeah. broke yesterday. Yeah, yeah. We did well, though. Just before filming the news. <laughs> so if anyone wants to donate us a teleprompter. Yeah. Anyone from the BBC is listening. We can make one. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be fine. We'll sort that out. Mario will sort that out. So, um, yeah, it's looking like. um, Well, considering I thought that perhaps um, August was going to be a bit. Oh, it's not been quiet. quiet. It's been really busy. We have made it all coming up. Yeah, last July was really quiet, and this this year it's just you went away for three weeks, and I was like, why is it not stopping? (laughs) It's just relentless. There was one year um, that the governor at the time was coming to visit. I was away, and the three guys who were left here did a whole piece on tidying up the office (laughs) and put that on the show. (laughs) How exciting! else. There was nothing else going on, so they did a piece on tidying up the office. So what are you doing now? I'm rearranging the cables. (laughs) (laughs) Thrilling. Excellent. Well, I think that sort of rounds it up. You've got your interview to go to. I do. I think that was was all in one, really, wasn't it? There's going to be no editing on that one. So well done. Well done, everybody. Um, Right, we're going to get on with our day. Have a great time. Don't forget you can subscribe to FITV on uh, our website, fitv.co.fk. So you have to stop doing the www part of it. Mm. Yeah, well, you've just it done it. It makes it sound cooler, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> fitv.co.fk. Subscribe to us, please, because, um, well, because we're lovely, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. that. I think exactly if there's no other reason, we, we are just lovely. And it's the number one source for news in the Falkland Islands. Yeah, where, where, where else would you what? get your Falkland Islands news? Yeah. Where else are you going where to get else? it explained so Indeed. properly? Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.